Hello, it's Sean here, and this is Fun Kids Meets. This is where we show you the best people who have dropped by Fun Kids in our brand new podcast. And joining us uh, to talk about the guest this week is Dan, the king of Fun Kids science. How are we doing, Dan? I am very well, Sean. Give us an example of why you're the king of science, please. Uh, Well, it takes eight minutes for sunlight to travel from the sun to our planet, which, which means pretty much whenever you're looking at anything out in space, because you can see it because the sunlight's been reflected off it, you're travelling back in time. Also, here's a cool thing that's actually been proven to be probably incorrect, but there is a theory that the octopus came to planet Earth from an asteroid. Really? From outer space. Yeah, some people think, uh, again, probably not true, but it's interesting to know, that like uh, octopus eggs were frozen in water found on asteroids. Then that hit the ocean. No, octopus that's madness. You can't be the king of science with these this, crackpot theories. Well, this is the thing. The octopus is almost completely different from any other animal. And I know that's the case of any species. That's the point in animals. They are different from each other. But it's so alien that some people out there think that, hang on, maybe it might be an alien. See, this is what I like about Dan. It's free-thinking science, people. We like to keep <laughs> our minds open. So Dan was chatting to Ashley Polipshin about AI, and Dan's done loads of interviews on AI, but tell us why this was the best one, Dan. I spoke to Ashley about their new thing, Dali. Kind of like Wally, Pixar's Wally. You, you get it. Now, Dali is a, a creative bit of AI, and this has kind of been a step that people who are fascinated by robots and technology have been waiting for it to make the idea that uh, a robot that a computer can invent something based on your suggestion that's exactly what Dali does it will draw a picture about something that you give it so for instance Sean you could say you know what I want to see a Bristol City player driving a train I'd love to see that I'd love to see them get three points on a Saturday as well driving a train all the way to the Premier League right yeah Uh, that's right (laughs) (laughs) now so it knows what trains look like it knows what uh, the Bristol City play in red a little bit of white in there as well and it will kind of make this bizarre brilliantly creative picture all about it i did uh, i suggested that it made a, a radio in space and i thought space it can get really creative with maybe what's in space with planets with maybe aliens and i asked it to do that and it came back with <laughs> with many 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 various but brilliant results right well we're going to find out how artistic dali is but before that We've got to do we've got to do the classic thing, Dan. We've got to play some fun kids meets bingo. Let's get to it. And so this is where I'm going to try and predict some of the things that um, Ashley might chat about this week on Fun Kids Meets. Uh, so I reckon with AI, I think there's going to be some chat whether AI can ever be smarter than a human. Mm. I think. I think whether AI could actually be better than famous artists. And I also think that there's going to be the classic question of whether AI is going to get good enough to take over the world. Is Dali going to get smart enough to be able to take over the world and then draw pretty pictures while we're all enslaved in chains? (laughs) We often imagine how robots are going to take over the world and cause a future apocalypse. And it's never done with paintbrushes, is it? So I'm I'm excited (laughs) to see how that turns out. I would be excited to welcome our new, incredibly artistic, brilliantly surrealist robot overlords. 
And the magic word that I'm going to go for, by this, I'm going to choose like a randomish word that I think is going to be in the interview. Um, I did strawberry last week. I'm tempted to stick with the fruit theme, but I'm going to go with Picasso. Mm. I just think there might be some sort of artisty chat in there, so I'm going to go with Picasso. I'm excited to see how you get on. Right, let's have a let's have a little chat with Ashley and see how many things we can take off the Fun Kids Meet Bingo Card. This is Open AI. They're an incredible company, and joining us to tell us more, we've got Ashley Pilipshin. She's the technical director, office of the CTO at Open AI, and she's a, like a, a genius, I'll say. She's got a PhD in engineering from Stanford University. She joins us now. Hello, Ashley. Hey, how's it going? I'm really, really well. Thank you for joining us uh, all the way from California. Very excited to get you on. Now, um, it's been like explained to me a few times about AI and the intricacies of it. Can you just give us like one more uh, a description of what AI is and what we are using it to do uh, all around the world right now? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to think about AI is really boiling it down to you can think of it as a computer program or a piece of software that can do something that a person can do. So, for example, maybe a software system that could help direct a self-driving car or maybe you've actually played a game of chess against your computer. But the key difference here is that computers can do it much, much faster and more accurately. Additionally, they actually can learn things for themselves, like reading and speaking. So maybe you have a smart device in your home that can recommend a song from your libraries of your favorite music. Uh, or maybe you've even noticed you've been texting on your smartphone and the AI system might recommend alternative phrasings or even emojis uh, based on what you wrote before. Um, the key thing to also think about is as these systems become more powerful, it's going to be really important to think about how we can use AI to help solve really big problems, things like climate change. Um, in my own background, um, I looked at, you know, how can we use AI to help protect cities when a big storm is coming. So imagine that you knew that there's a really big storm coming and you wanna know, okay, what are the areas that are going to have the most damage? And how can we direct fire and police crews where they should go to make sure that people in their homes are most protected before the storms hit? It always amazes me with AI. You've trained a new this neural network called DALI. I guess, basically, what's a neural network? The best place to start is thinking back to the human body. So AI systems are actually very similar to how your brain sends different messages to different parts of the body. So pick up a cup, scratch your head, uh, jump over a step. Um, and as you continue to grow up um, and you see things, you hear things, you go to school, you pass sixth grade, seventh grade, um, and you learn more. For computers, it's actually very similar. So as they get bigger um, and they learn more and more information, uh, they continue to learn things as well so they can do more and more tasks. So for example, uh, an AI system uh, might start out just helping a doctor learn about all different kinds of diseases. And later, as that system improves and you incorporate more data, uh, it might actually later on be able to actually help a doctor diagnose patients. With AI learning and getting smarter, how humans do that is we learn through experience, often through pain. Um, so if I touch something that is too hot, I'll feel it and then I probably won't do it again. How does AI learn? How does AI learn maybe not to do something again, that this is a better way to, to do the task? 
Yeah, so this is really uh, why the human uh, AI interaction and collaboration is actually really, really important. Um, and so AI systems actually learn from humans. Um, and so very much actually as when you're growing up, you learn to draw, um, you're learning to draw in a certain style or you're learning to play a musical instrument. You're actually us usually going to imitate um, another artist. You're going to try to learn their style so then you can make your own things. Um, actually, AI systems are doing the same thing and they're learning from us. So they're trying to learn different styles uh, from humans so that they can be able to create new things um, and whether that's text, uh, images and things like that. So tell us about the idea for DALI then, creating images from text captions. Where do you get these new ideas for, for new advancement in AI? Yeah, so AI is a very diverse field. And so the most important thing and, and where we're able to get um, a bunch of new ideas is really a collaborating with a variety of different researchers. And this includes things like taking all different kinds of classes like biology, philosophy, um, talking with all different kinds of experts, because ultimately AI systems need to bring so many different disciplines because that's what makes up humanity. And um, you're going to need to incorporate many different areas of expertise. So um, healthcare, for example. Um, actually, my own background, I started in energy and climate uh, and then applied that discipline into the field of AI. And then I think that's going to be very important as we continue to develop new solutions in that space so all of us can collectively brainstorm. So how does it work on a, on a very basic level for, for me, a human, if I want this AI to draw a picture, to create an image for me, what do I do? How do I get it to work? Yeah. So first of all, thinking about how um, AI systems work today, um, actually, most AI systems start have started out in the past where they're only programmed to do one specific thing. So I want you to only play chess or only detect that animal. Um, but now we have new AI systems uh, like Dolly, for example, that you can actually have them learn by giving just a couple examples that then they can apply to future requests. So. Let's say, you know, for, for you and me, if I ask you, uh, make me a sandwich, the, the natural response, I hope, is what kind? Uh, because you've already seen it. It's <laughs> very lucky. Because you've you already seen it. Catch me on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm hoping you've seen a sandwich before. But if you asked an AI system, it might respond with, you are a sandwich, which isn't exactly what I wanted. So um, we actually want to give the AI some examples and instructions of what we want first. So uh, I'm going to uh, tell our system, hey, um, so to make a ham and cheese sandwich, you're going to need the ham, you're going to need cheese, you're going to need some mayo, some mustard, you're going to have two slices of bread. This is how you're going to assemble it, and then you're going to serve it on a plate. And so the next time that you're then going to ask the AI system, uh, let's say create a recipe for a peanut butter and banana sandwich, it already is going to have that context now to complete that task because it can infer and, and figure out, okay, so I've, I've heard about sandwiches before, so I'm going to figure out that, all right, probably gonna need to have some bread and this banana and peanut butter stuff is probably gonna go in the middle. And you can apply that, so that kind of what I've described is um, in text form, but actually you can apply the same um, technique to images. And so you can say, uh, draw a peanut butter and banana sandwich and uh, actually then have a system like Dolly generate different variations of what that sandwich could look like because it's trying to pick out the different uh, pairings of word and text. So it'll pick out uh, peanut, 
butter, uh, banana, and sandwich. And it's going to pull all those together and generate a couple different options of what, what does that actually look like? How creative is Dali? How creative is this AI? If I were to ask it to, to draw me a you know, PB&J sandwich, would it crank out the same one every time when it knows it's got it right? Or is there a little room for uh, art in there? Yeah, so I mean, the whole idea of AI and creativity is just absolutely fascinating. And we've been able to see um, just some really, really interesting generations. And so we haven't seen any repetitions. I think what's been very exciting is actually just uh, how many different variations there can be of, let's say, a sandwich that you may not even have thought of. So the whole idea of AI and creativity, you know, we're, we're not sure if AI can be creative um, per se, but we think that actually computers are very good at predicting what humans create. So um, kind of like I said before, um, as you and I learn to, you know, let's say draw in the style of a comic book, we know that, okay, there should be some um, uh, superheroes and maybe some little air bubbles for them to speak uh, and some text at the bottom. And uh, yeah, systems, our, our AI systems are actually very similar in that they're going to try to pick up on those patterns and also uh, generate something new uh, in that style. So um, right now we think AI is a very great creative collaborative tool um, that really can help us as humans get inspired and help think of new ideas to try. Now we've tried to test your AI all the way from London. Uh, we sent you a prompt, so some text that we would like Dali to translate into an image of some sort. Can you take us through that? Yes. So uh, you had sent us radio in space. Um, basically, I asked Dolly, I said, please, you know, draw a radio in space. And the first 16 generations uh, were very interesting because what ca what it came back with uh, was um, very large satellite radios and radio waves in open fields because it was open space. Right. I understand <laughs> um, that. So there's the, the little change of terms. Yes. So I decided to probe it a little bit more and push it and say, OK, um, what if I ask Dolly, draw an FM radio floating by the Milky Way? And now we got some really exciting ones. So we got uh, some um, uh, FM radios that um, are all different colors, uh, zooming by uh, Saturn and um, different planets, uh, some looking back at Earth. Um, and so that was really cool. And so I decided to try one more variation uh, and said a boombox flying throughout outer space. And again, uh, kind of got a little bit of a 80s vibe, a boombox or Walkman uh, that was uh, uh, traversing the galaxy and uh, having different kinds of stars and planets. Um, all in the background. So the most important thing, similar to what I said before about the sandwiches, it really is actually um, trying to match each specific word in that sentence to an image um, and word pair. And that is what is giving it uh, the ability to then think through what are the different possible combinations um, of images that I can come up with. That is amazing. Thank you for doing that. Have you got the, have you got the image anywhere? I do, uh, right, okay. I do. We'll, we'll sort that and we'll, we'll stick it up on our on our website. Now, that makes me think, if you make quite a lot of these different Dalis, if, if 
there are more than one you have if you can make loads of different forms of this ai in human artistry there are loads of different illustrators in the world you know from a, an artist from salvador dali to vincent van gogh is and you can tell the difference between the two would you be able to tell different styles of drawing between different forms of, of ai oh that's very interesting question so uh you know you can really begin to tell you know we think that ai does come close to imitating humans but you can kind of tell some of the images also um don't make sense or, or kind of look a little funny. So um, maybe you saw from the release, um, there's this image of like an avocado chair and, and some of them are literally an avocado, you know, with, with four, <laughs> four legs sticking out on them um, or a, a radish um, that, that's walking a dog uh, and it's wearing a tutu. And so um, being able to think about different styles um, AI systems are still learning from us and, and what those uh, drawings or images uh, can look like. Uh, but being able to tell, oh, is, is that um, a, a dolly style versus across um, different systems? Uh, I think, you know, it's, it's a bit early to tell. Uh, and I think that's going to be very exciting um, going forward as uh, we think of where you know we continue to build uh, these systems and um, they improve um, and, and advance. So I think it's going to be very exciting to see what different types of um, art and creations uh, will be able to come out of these systems. Amazing. It's been an absolute treat. Ashley Pilipshin, thank you so much for, for joining us on the show. I'm excited to see our image of the radio in space. Uh, and yes. if, you want to f <laughs> if you want to find out more uh, about this incredible work, uh, head to the website. It's openai.com. You can read all about it there. Uh, Ashley, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. How quality was Ashley, Dan? I love Ashley. I always... In really enjoy speaking to different scientists from all around the world and Americans are almost the best of it because you just believe anything their accent says I'm, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of it it just comes across with so much uh, it's because it sounds like it's in a film <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they just they just sound like right about everything so I loved chatting to Ashley and finding out about Dali and no, I love hearing about AI stuff. All that stuff like proper fascinates me and terrifies me a little mm. bit. But let's go through the Fun Kids Meets bingo card. Um, uh, so is AI going to be smarter than us? I'm going to get a tick for that. Yeah. I think because you touched upon whether AI is going to be smarter than humans. And at the moment, it sounds like it's probably not because it's still learning from humans. That's the key, though, that it's learning. And I'm also going to give myself a point for the famous artist, which I'll go more into when we get to the magic word. But there was definite chat about whether the AI can be as good as artists. But I'm not. But I'm not going to give myself a point for the for the world takeover. No mention of global domination in this one. I tell you why. This used to be a question that I asked AI people all the time, <laughs> but I got a very terrifying answer. Uh, a, a year or so ago, I asked uh, like a proper AI professor someone really high up in the British Science Board, I said, look, are, are robots going to take over the world? And on microphone, he said to me, not when we know when the off button is. Oh. I stopped, I stopped recording, and then he said, we're swiftly not knowing where the off button is. Oh. <laughs> okay, all right, I don't want to know anymore. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank well, maybe, you. Yeah, maybe glad that we didn't, didn't get the answer on that one and then just enjoyed <laughs> the lovely drawing. Now, the magic word was a big one this week because I thought I almost had it with Picasso 
because you started reeling off artist names, you did Van Gogh, and you did Salvador Dali, and I thought you were going to give me a Picasso, but there's no Picasso. But do you know what? Do you know when I was saying I was? It's genuinely, genuinely true. When I was torn between choosing a different magic word and sticking with the fruit theme, so I did strawberry last week. I almost went for banana. That's like just a random throw in there. And then Ashley started going on about peanut and banana sandwiches, which I didn't even know were a thing. And I was like, oh, man, I was so close with the magic word this week. You're always going to pick the wrong decision like that. And I'm sorry that I didn't mention Picasso. Uh, I just, just love me a bit of Vincent van Gogh. Well, anyway, we love chat to Ashley. And if you want to find out more about um, OpenAI, Dan gave the website at the end of the interview. It's openai.com. And of course, we'll have all the goodness on the Fun Kids website. Thank you, Dan. I'm sure you'll be back again with more uh, with more kingly science knowledge and more of the best boffins around to talk interesting things with us. Cheers, Sean. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We will be back with the Fun Kids Meets next Tuesday. <laughs>